Music continues very shortly on Spin Southwest. Right now, though, it is time to chat with some of our faves. Wild Youth, a household name at this stage, I think, in Ireland and uh, certainly here in the Southwest. I was enjoying so many Instagram stories and Snapchats and brilliant videos and just general feel-good content after watching Wild Youth perform in Dolan's recently. They are back. They have got a brand new release called 17. It is out as of March 4th and uh, they're looking ahead to an epic summer of gigs and festivals. So here to tell us a little bit more is Dave. You're on your own this morning, Dave. You don't have Connor with you to back you up, so uh, we're going to squeeze all the juicy gossip out of you. Yeah, I know. I'm backed into a corner here on my home. It's very scary. <laughs> Listen, first and foremost, congrats on a brilliant return. I feel like you took some downtime, but you're absolutely back with a bang. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, we did. We took a bit of time during um, during the last two years, during COVID, really, to just kind of recenter ourselves and to kind of just reminisce and look back and look inwards a lot, you know. Um, I think everyone had so much time. So that's kind of what we've done. We spent a lot of time in the studio when we could, obviously. Uh, a lot of stuff, time writing, a lot of stuff, getting getting stuff ready for when gigs kind of came back. So, yeah, we're so happy right now. We're so happy the song is uh, getting the attention that we think it deserves. So thank you so much. It's the perfect kind of a nostalgic indie pop tune to come out of a pandemic and come out of a lockdown because I think everyone can relate to that glow up Um, I love the way that your fans are getting on board and sharing their glow ups from 17 because like when I think back to being 17 it was 2010 I remember like Eminem and Rihanna were number one Matt Cardle had won the X Factor and I thought it was brilliant One Direction were in the X Factor like it, it's a real transitional time isn't it 17 yeah I think it is I think it's a very po- a poignant time in your life uh I was only talking to somebody about this uh, two days ago. It was very funny because he told me his, like, everyone has that story, I think, of when they're 17. They have that just one memory of being 17 because it's that, it's, that, it's that age, like, where you're transitioning into being an illegal adult, you know? But you're not ready yet, you know? You're 17. You're still, you still want to hold on to that youthfulness of getting away with stuff. If you cause trouble, you're not going to get the full brunt of the blame. Uh for me, I was drinking at 17 when I shouldn't have been drinking. Don't be drinking if you're 17. But I was, uh, you know, you're at that age where, like, I was going out clubbing and all somehow, getting into clubs. I was 17, wasn't allowed in, but still getting in. So it was just that age of, like, of, re- of rebellion because I was nearly an adult, you know? So, but I wasn't an adult. And I was talking to some guy there two days ago, actually, and he was telling me his 17 story when he was in, like, Ibiza on top of a table, like, in a pair of pennies, pom-pom, white shoes, he said, and like little denim shorts, dance on top of a speaker, and he got reefed out of the club because he was underage. But everyone has that, I think, that story of being 17. Yeah, totally. And it's like you're finding yourself, aren't you? You don't really know who you are at 17, and you're like, where am I? You know, who are the people I want to surround me? But for you, Dave, you shared your own glow up, and like you always knew you were going to be on a stage it seems uh, I absolutely loved loved it for those who don't know you're going to have to go and check it out but basically it's Dave on a family holiday singing karaoke it shoots from you being on like an, in an empty karaoke bar in Spain or something to like selling out a gig in Dublin yeah I still remember that karaoke bar actually uh, yeah there was like <laughs> I think there was like three people in the place and it was all my family um, <laughs> and they made me get up I, 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 I didn't want to get up at all and I remember they made me get up and then I got up and I sang. And the two people that are sitting behind in the, in the picture, you can see there's two people sitting behind me. They're the people who ran the karaoke. They just talked the whole way through it. Like I was I was singing and you could literally hear them talking over me singing the whole way through me doing this karaoke thing. And they didn't clap around at the end of it. And I was like, yeah, that's my career done. I'm never going to do this. But um, 
Yeah, no, it's funny. It's very funny. I'm loving teams. Everyone's gloves because it's like some of them have some very, very good ones out there. You're going to have to do one yourself now. Thanks be to God. There isn't many pictures of me at 17 <laughs> um, or wherever they've disappeared to somewhere in the depths of Facebook, maybe. It, it's great to reminisce on those times. And I think like, look, Dave, you're having the last laugh. Wherever those karaoke bar owners are, I wish and I hope they know who you are now. We're going to have to call Connor out because we haven't seen his glow up. But I did see a picture on his Instagram of Lewis Capaldi giving him a big sloppy kiss in the face tell us what's going on there just Lewis came to our gig in uh, in London uh, we played in London on Friday just gone so Lewis came to our gig and uh, yeah he's he's a good friend of ours we're uh, we've all got very pally with him he's such a legend he's as funny he's actually funnier in person than he is when everyone sees him on his Instagram and stuff um, <clears throat> but yeah he just came out and hung out with us and he was giving us all kisses because he likes to do that for some reason and uh yeah, we just had a bit of crack. And you're trying to tell me that you're still that 17-year-old humble person from the karaoke bar hanging out with Lewis Capaldi in London. <laughs> I do karaoke now in my living room. Like, that's, that's, that's my thing. Um, another, that seemed like also a deadly gig. And what about the timing, you know, with the Ireland-England game in Twickenham as well? I'd say you'd loads of Irish fans that made the trip. Yeah, we did, actually. We had loads of Irish fans there. It was really cool. Uh, it was a really cool venue, actually. Very warm. Very warm. We all, we all nearly fainted a few times. I swear to God, I nearly fainted. I, I was like halfway through the gig and I was like, we play for like an hour and 15 minutes. And I was halfway through it and I, was, I looked down at the set list and there were still about nine, ten songs left. I went, oh God, I'm going to faint. I'm not going to make a shoot this. I was like, turn around, like pour a lot of water on my head. So it was very sweaty, very sticky. But uh, it was really good. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. We sold it out, which was mind blown for us because... There was a time during this whole lockdown period where there was a fear in the back of our brains. There was a fear in the back of my head anyway, to, well, anyway whether we were going to get to do this again, you know, whether we were actually able, if we we're going to be able to come through this and uh, people still wanted to come and see us and stuff. And thankfully that's been the case so far, so... I think it's very clear that people still want to see you, Dave, to be fair. And uh, I'm not surprised you were sweating. Anytime I've seen you on stage, you do be lepping around. <laughs> I feel like it's not just standing with a mic and singing. You perform. Um, that is for sure. Listen, let's talk about, we kind of spoke about 17, but let's talk about the summer and maybe what's to come. Because I'm looking here at like the lineup of festivals that you have across the summer, which is brilliant. So many people buzzing to see you at Electric Picnic, which is obviously sold out. Independence, you're coming down south. Boatyard festival I see is there are you working maybe towards an album or something like that I'd imagine you're going to need to move in that direction uh, we have a lot of stuff yeah we have a lot of plan uh, I'm in the studio a lot lately so there's a lot of songs um, yeah a lot of new music coming so I can't give out exact details <laughs> because you know once you say it you know it goes into the world and then it has to implement it has to stay, take place but there's a lot of stuff that's coming um, and there's a lot of new music and we're just we're just ready now again to just get back playing for people, get get music out there for people. And uh, yeah, I missed all this. I missed people talking to you guys. I missed all this other stuff. So we're just looking forward to uh, to trucking on now. So, yeah, you're not going to see you're going to see a lot from us. Brilliant. Brilliant. A very political answer, Dave. We'll yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, before we let you go, give a shout to maybe the gig you're most looking forward to this summer and uh, any word for fans who maybe haven't bought tickets yet but are, need a good night out. Well, festival season is my favourite season. So all the festivals, to be honest. I, uh, 
I grew up going to festivals. Um, I actually funny story. I uh, I I. <laughs> it's actually a very funny story. So we played uh, EP in two thousand nineteen. We got to play the main stage. It was absolutely mind blown, and for me it was more mind blown because probably four years prior to that five years prior to that i snuck into ep or i tried to sneak into ep and i got caught i got so badly caught like i was jumping over the back literally jumping i walked through fields i walked through rivers i couldn't get a ticket because it was so loud and i was like i'm going to this festival and i climbed over the back wall and literally as my feet touched the ground i looked up and i could see the main stage and i was like i'm in and just got absolutely dumb tackled by a lot of security and security dogs and got reefed down, got brought to the guard, and they took my name and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, don't you ever come back here. Uh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> Little and then, did they know. Little did they know five years later, I was, I was going to find another way in. I was going to find another way. Oh. Uh, so Electric Picnic for me is the one that I always look forward to. Unreal. I actually think I remember that 2019 year. Would I be right in saying it was the Saturday and you played before Jerry Cinnamon? And it was like the sun it was really sunny I actually remember and we were all like this is unreal for wild youth and so many people were there waiting for Jerry Cinnamon I'm not saying they weren't there for ye but like it was electric it was it was actually mental yeah it was so I remember I went on and <clears throat> that's a weird slot like Saturday midday you know it, it is a weird slot because like I just know from being a festival goer like myself like the Friday you give it or you give it socks on the Friday you know and you don't you don't hold out and back on the Friday so like you're dead on the Saturday up to a certain like decent time of the night. Well, I always was. So I would never really venture into the center of the uh, the the main arena till like probably six or something like that. You're back in the camp trying to recover uh, by drinking more. So I that, that was always what I was doing. So I was like going on stage. And I think we we're playing at three o'clock. So I was like in my head, I was like, mm, let's just take it as it is. You're on the main stage. It was the same day as like the 1975 and all these people. I was like, I was like, this is sick anyway, regardless of who's there. It doesn't matter. I remember we went on and there was about, I'd say like 10,000, 12,000 people when we went out there. But it's the main stage. The main stage hall is like 80,000 people. Like, so it was like 10,000, 12,000 people. And I was like, all right, it's grand, it's fine. And I go into my own little world when I'm up there and I come in and out of reality. And I remember like just three songs in. I remember just looking up. And I was like, whoa, because there's like 60,000 people down or something like that. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, turn it up again, turn it up again. So <laughs> we, just, we just all went absolutely crazy down for the rest of the set. And that's still today one of my favorite gigs of all time, of all time. Well, look, we look forward to keeping up with Wild Youth this summer and everything that's to come. Uh, I've got a sneaking suspicion that there's going to be something big to come yet. So we'll watch this space. But for now, and this morning on Spin Southwest, turn up your radio loud because you're going to want to have a little dance wherever you are and feel a little bit nostalgic listening to this one. It's Wild Youth's latest single. It's 17 on Spin Southwest. Dave, as always, Carmina Magath. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're sleeping all day and stay out all night If our parents yes, then we'd always lie Take me right back Mmm, take me right back we do anything just to waste our time We were hanging in lanes in the shops till night Take me right back Oh, take me right back And they not dress Wasn't even thinking at all
smoke a roll of cigarettes Wearing time and jeans and sweater vests So take me right back Thinking it all I'm missing that Drinking in a local park Stumbling up the driveway After dark Hoping that my dad will see Take me right back to 17 The world was everything I thought that it could be When love was just a girl in next to me Living in a teenage dream Take me right back to 17 Take me right back to 17 For the world was